what's going on, all you conservative Christians out there in Tennessee that are concerned about Tennessee politics leaning to the left, both inside the GOP and from uh, our media establishment and the corporations and the Democrats. But I repeat myself, this is Brandon Lewis of the Tennessee Conservative News bringing you the Big Seven. If this is your first time tuning in, you are in for a treat because we tell you about the seven big news stories that the media here locally in Tennessee likes to shove under the carpet and never report or uh, actually report uh, a different take on it uh, to confuse, befuddle, and obscure the truth. Before we get into any of these stories, make sure that you go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and hit that subscribe button. Also, make certain that you follow us on Twitter where we are having a great impact uh, as we are calling out all of the folks in the General Assembly and uh, the Democrats uh, who say one thing and do another. Some of the stories that we have here today, TBI chief said Covenant Shooters Manifesto showed no clear motive, but alleged leak pages show otherwise. Would you, would you believe that, that someone in authority or the media would lie to you? Expansion of Tennessee's school voucher program to be proposed in January. I'm sure we'll get at least two more kids in uh, on that. Uh, the cost to educate children of illegal immigrants in Tennessee. Do you want to know how much it is? You want to take a ballpark guess? We're going to bring it to you. Feds have tied the hands of Tennessee law enforcement when it comes to illegal immigration. Tennessee leadership refuses to push back. City of Knoxville membership in global organization may violate new state law combating policies influenced by Agenda 21. Tennessee school leaders advocate for additional funding, not replacing federal, of course. We always need to throw more money uh, at a broken system. And 500-plus Christian books donated to Wilson County Libraries following recent book challenge controversy. That and more on the TenCon Big 7 weekend update before we get into the stories. Uh, you can also text NEWS, N-E-W-S, uh, to 423-205-5600 and subscribe to us that way if you are more inclined to do so. And please do go wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star review. I'll wait while you do that. I'm just joking. On with the story. Although, I do need you to do that. Wait a minute. I forgot what we got. We got the mailbag here. i got to bring it to you. So I got this nice note. I appreciate the folks that send me things in the snail mail. Uh, it says, Dear Brandon, may the peace that comes from God direct you on your way. It passeth all understanding and creates joy. It says, Thank you for the article, Info Concerning uh, Tennessee Sovereignty, and Jeff Cobble's work toward this. I didn't know about that meeting. Wish I had. Sincerely, Jeannie, one of our longtime uh, stalwart supporters. And yet another one here, a little personal note from uh, a great supporter, named Tracy, and it goes as follows. Um, the one who sows from a generous heart will reap an abundant harvest. God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you will have more than enough of everything, every moment, in every way. He will make you overflow with abundance in every good thing. Uh, standing on and claiming this promise for you, Brandon, and your family and your staff who are always so generous and self-sacrificing, etc. Thank you, Tracy, 
for all the things that you do. Uh, you're one of our largest and biggest supporters. We appreciate you. All right, guys, on to the story. <clears throat> I don't want to. I don't want to delay you any longer. I know that you you news nerds like me. You gotta you gotta know what's going on so that you can confound and perplex everyone during the Thanksgiving holidays who are politically oblivious about what's really going on in Tennessee, even though they watch Fox News for 15 hours a night. Let's move along. TBI chief said Covenant School Shooters Manifesto showed no clear motive. No clear motive, just a bunch of rambling nonsense. Uh, But alleged leaked documents show otherwise. Three pages of the manifesto of the Nashville Covenant Shooter were leaked by conservative pundit Stephen Crowder on his show. Metro Nashville Police Chief has confirmed the pages are or confirmed, rather, the pages are authentic. These three pages uh, of what is said to be a portion of 20 journals in total indicate a deep hatred of people who are, you'd never believe it, white, Christian, and who are productive. That is our culture. If you could look at the mainstream media, the Democrats, uh, everyone, uh, that is that is the culture today, is that if you are uh, part of the European heritage of our nation, which is uh, the seed of our founding, if you are a Christian, which is at the root of our founding, and if you believe in the Protestant work ethic, which is if you work hard, not always, but if you work hard, typically good things follow, and that there is honest uh, integrity in work, whether you're doing something very lowly or very high. This is completely under attack in our culture from all sides, and some even on our own. Back on April 7th, TBI Chief uh, David Roche said that the police uh, found, quote, isn't so much a manifesto spilling out a target, but a series of rambling writings indicating no clear motive. When have they ever done this with a manifesto for someone who was on the right? Never. When have they tried to cover up things uh, that go right into the media narrative and the Democrat narrative? Never. Rosh then continued to characterize the material as a journal-type ranting with no clear pattern of information, just some disjointed ravings of a mentally ill person, uh, which kind of sounds like the left-leaning media, who did what they simply did because they were, for lack of a better word, crazy. Based on what the public has had an opportunity to experience in this small amount of time and what they've been able to see since its release, it is clear that Hale had a very distinct motive and reason for why she chose the victim she chose. Local reports insist that a portion of the manifesto that was leaked was done with the intent to mislead the public. Well, then the best way to clarify it is to get it all out there, don't you think? In a social media post by Phil Williams, who is a Democrat, through and through, on the left, Uh, It is conveyed that their sources have told them the shooters, quote, hated everybody, specifically stating, quote, people who have read the whole thing say there's something in there for everybody. Another, she hated everybody. So Phil Williams, who is a Democrat, uh, you might as well, I wish the the DNC needs to just, you know, pay for this guy's salary. Although I guess if you work for an NBC affiliate or something like that, or network TV, you're probably doing the same thing because most of your funding comes from corporations that are left-leaning and you have no freedom of speech. Uh, You are a lapdog. Uh, for the left, if you work in most journalistic outlets in Tennessee because your money comes from the left, left-leaning corporations. So Phil Williams sees racism underneath every bush, every tree. He will manufacture stories about racism where none exists all day long, relying on scant uh, innuendo. Recently did a huge report on News Channel 5 talking about how awful it is. Uh, the people that think that, that Christian values are good— and that they they would be uh, they would be helpful if we use them in politics, 
and that folks that believe in nations, which is another uh, great concept hand, handed down by our Creator uh, at the beginning of the Tower of Babel, that that's also bad. So if you're a Christian and if you believe in distinct uh, cultures and laws with values, you are a terrible person. This is the same Phil Williams. This sends a message that only a privileged few were likely to have access to the public uh, would be satisfied with an interpretation from those chosen officials based on statements made then and now. The public has little reason to trust the info given to them by those same uh, officials uh, or unadulterated truthful accounting of what is captured in the remaining of the pages of the Shooter's Manifesto. It amazes me, if you look at the coverage, if there had ever been a whiff of racism. Let's say that we just redid all this, and it was not a, uh, a transgender left-leaning shooter. If it was uh, a man uh, waving a Confederate flag dressed in neo-Nazi apparel that had done this, uh, Phil Williams would, would just be chomping at the bit, salivating, completely excited that he had found something to reinforce his narrative. But because he hasn't, which the left rarely does, uh, they have to invent things primarily out of whole cloth, uh, what he wants to do now is, is to talk about how awful it is that this information has been released to the public and, and the poor uh, people that have suffered because of it. I'm telling you, the left doesn't like the truth to get out there. Next story. Expansion of Tennessee's school voucher program to be proposed in January. Tennessee lawmakers will soon see a push to expand K-12 through uh, school voucher programs beyond three counties currently offered eligible for the families. The chairman of the Tennessee House Education Finance Committee, Mark White, doing a big, huge 180 here on school choice. He wanted you to be completely, totally locked into the government school apparatus for years on end. Says it's time vouchers be offered in all 95 counties. Uh, White intends to propose an exemption of the program uh, to the legislature in January. Expansion, rather, not exemption. Um, the program presently operates in Davidson, Shelby, and Hamilton counties. Uh, Senator Todd Gardenhire's uh, vocalized his support for the expansion, as is Governor Lee. And a recent poll has shown the majority of Tennessean uh, residents approve of the voucher program with a significant majority of conservatives desiring to see the program become statewide. Many believe that school choice should be a parental right. I do and see the voucher program as an avenue to make that uh, choice possible for families who would otherwise find it difficult to afford options beyond their designated public school. On the other hand, many legislators are not nearly as enthusiastic about the program. Mainly, uh, uh, many originally voted for the bill, which passed in 2019, because they believed it would never actually take into uh, effect in their own counties. Got to keep those government, those failing government job factories running. As there are already state and federal grant programs that assist in uh, college costs, uh, Chairman Mark White believes there should be no reason that taxpayer dollars should not be used to help fund the education choices of K-12, through giving uh, more say to parents in which their children receive an education. Now, this is sounds all well and good, but there's only a handful of kids. Guys, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there for you so you know the truth. There's only a handful of kids that have benefited from this, and they want to tailor this exclusively and only to folks uh, that are, that are uh, poverty-stricken, and that are in schools that are at the very bottom of the barrel. Just a tiny little minority. They want to get the credit for pushing school choice without actually doing the hard work of allowing all Tennesseans and all students to have school choice because they are fearful that if they did give parents money and an opportunity to leave the schools, they would do it in droves. Why? Because the schools are failing and have been under Republican leadership for well over a decade now, and that's not going to change. It's not going to change. Oh, it drives me nuts. 
The government is not good at doing complicated things that require high degrees of customer service and customization. They suck at it. They struggle to pave the roads and police the streets and to pick up trash on the side of the interstate. Something as complicated as the education system needs to be left to the private market and local communities. Why in the world Republicans think that because you have made some kind of money, which means you would think you have contributed a lot of money in Tennessee sales and property taxes, that you should not be eligible, is beyond me. And I hope in my kid's lifetime we see no strings attached tax rebates for all parents who want to get their kids out of these left-leaning indoctrination camps, which are uh, wasteful and which fail to meet any type of academic rigor. It goes back to uh, the recent kerfuffle fiasco where the Tennessee public schools are supposed to give every school a letter grade, and they've been dragging their feet on this for, what, three years now because they'd hate to see that 80% of their schools are going to get an F. That's the same reason they want to get to a point where kids can't get a grade that's below a 50 because they just keep moving the goalpost back further and further and further away from academic excellence. Hey guys, listen, you need to check out my buddy Steve Abramowitz of the Mill Creek View podcast where you can reach them on the free speech platforms, Rumble, etc. Uh, Steve recently interviewed the Tennessee conservatives reporter Adelia Kirchner and Kelly Jackson. Those are two interviews that you definitely want to see. And uh, I was on the Strongman Show with record setter John Jubilee, who has benched 555 pounds, and Julius Maddox, who benched 800. That is a lot. That is a lot of bench pressing. I couldn't do that. My little shoulders would just go out. I think the most I ever got up to was 250, but I weigh about 140. So that's not bad. I can, I'm doubling my weight like a lot of these men are doubling their weight. <laughs> Uh, if you're interested in getting caught up uh, with the Sunshine State, Mill Creek View has a podcast in Florida with Julie Barrett of Conservative Ladies of America. And Steve was also here recently at Casa de Lewis for two days uh, during my birthday celebration with all of my guy friends. And we had a great time, and I was glad to be with him. And we have got a long-form interview of us just sitting in the library and chit-chatting. I'm not sure that I did the best job ever. I did not prepare, uh, and I was a little tired and a little worn out from the festivities. But hopefully you will get something of value from it. So please do go to Mill Creek View Podcast. Uh, Make sure you type in Mill Creek View Tennessee so you get the stuff that you probably care about the most. Let's move on to another uh, failing of the Republican Party uh, in Tennessee. The cost to educate children of illegal immigrants in Tennessee is the name of the story. According to a Federation for American Immigration Reform report, the cost to Tennessee taxpayers for the education of children of illegal immigrants in 2023 was $571 million. I'm going to say that again. $571 million. And our elected officials do nothing to cut off the flow. There is no reason, there's no reasonable reason why individuals from other countries who do not reside here, who are here illegally, should be able to come in and get services of any description and that be put on the backs of Tennessee taxpayers. If people want to pay for that stuff voluntarily, great. We should not be taking it at gunpoint from Tennessee citizens to fund the education of people who just got here yesterday who have never paid a penny in taxes and who came here illegally. 
There are approximately uh, 50,000 children attending local schools whose parents are part of the estimated 162,000 illegal aliens who reside in the state. Approximately 40% of those children attend Davidson County Schools. The federal government mandates that states educate the school-aged children of illegal immigrants. Of course they do which is another reason to turn down federal funding, the vast majority of which do not speak English fluently. And the left talks as if to have a conversation about sound economic and immigration policy and education and and where they all come together in a nexus is like racist to even have the conversation. But we cannot, on the one hand, hear from the left that we are failing in education because of money, which we're not. We're we're failing because the the money is, is all plenty It is adequate, more than adequate. Only 53% of it makes it into the classroom. There are many, many private schools all over the state of Tennessee that are are getting five times the achievement for one-half the money or less. Back to the story. When immigrant families first settle in Tennessee, they have not had the opportunity to pay any taxes, federal, state, and local, before enrolling children in the school, which means there's no offset for the more expensive educational costs that local school districts, school districts rather, absorb. With illegal immigrant families overwhelmingly earning low wages and therefore paying virtually no taxes year after year, the cost of LEP programs becomes the fiscal responsibility of you and me. And law for immigrants. And here's the other thing. There are people that have been standing in line for a decade and are not citizens. There are people who have spouses who live in other countries who are U.S. citizens that cannot get their spouse over here and get them immigration status. But if you do it illegally and nefariously, we're all about you. If you do it ethically and honestly by the rule of law, we're going to slow walk it. That is our culture. That is how we have devolved. In addition to the fact that the poverty rate of newly settled immigrant families is more than 60% higher than U.S.-born families, most of these families do not earn more than the typical American families in the long run, meaning the drain on the school budgets will never be recovered, something that the Republicans have done nothing about in over a decade, and in fact have tried to make it worse by giving licenses to illegal aliens, by trying to reduce the standards uh, by which we uh, require employment verification and citizenship, by trying to give, as William Lambert did, uh, legal aliens uh, and, and, nas- and people that aren't U.S. citizens policing power in our own state. Dale Carr, folks like that that sign off to these, these kind of crappy bills. The Republicans. Not Democrats, Republicans. The federal government provides less than 8% of the funding in the general for public schools, so the lion's share of the cost to educate English language learners comes from state and local resources. Even worse, Congress provides not even 1% of the cost of these programs while requiring that states do the heavy lifting to educate the kids in need. Give people a penny of funding and uh, make sure that, that we provide 99% of the rest of it, and that's why we can't turn down the funds. Boy, y'all need to light up your legislators about this. Email them, call them. Why in the hell have we done nothing about this? Half a billion dollars? amazing where they put the money and where they don't on the GOP. But the reason the GOP loves it, GOP leadership, you look at 90% of their money in GOP leadership in the state of Tennessee comes from left-leaning corporations and special interest groups outside of their district. It is the gospel truth. And those corporations want what? Cheap labor and more customers. What do the government schools want? More budget funding. So the left-leaning schools 
the Republican uh, Republican leadership funded by corporate money. They want this to keep rolling on. That's why they kill every bill and they ostracize every member who wants to fix this problem. Next story. Feds have tied the hands of Tennessee lawmakers when it comes to illegal immigration. Tennessee leadership refuses to push back. What a bunch of cowardly, unprincipled men uh, that we have in leadership up in Nashville. While our Constitution does not provide uh, states with the ability to mostly govern themselves, or why it does provide, uh, implement and enforce their own laws and policies, it becomes trickier when, the immig- when it comes to immigration law. The federal government has uh, decidedly assumed and provided guidance to state and local uh, law enforcement mechanisms, restricting the response to violations of civil immigration uh, law to cooperation with the federal government, according to the Department of Homeland Security, under the Supremacy Clause of the Constitution, the assignment of immigration law and enforcement of those laws is given to federal government in order to comply with the cooperation-only approach. States are relegated to a prone position, at least under the Biden administration. This is not true. We have complete state sovereignty for things that are not enumerated in the Constitution, and if you don't want folks in your state that come here to prey upon the taxpayers of Tennessee, there's a thousand different things you can do to cut off the magnets that bring them here. Education, employment, benefits, mass transportation. Those four things would make us uh, just about free of this problem, and we could do it like that. We could do it like that overnight, but our leadership lacks, I wouldn't say they lack the will. They, They don't even have the desire. They have the desire to do the opposite. They make noises about it when they run for office, and they lie about it, but they don't do anything about it up there in the Capitol. This marks a stark contrast from the Trump administration's blessing on state and local law enforcement to facilitate programs and plans to actively seek out and hand over any of those whom they discovered have been residing in the U.S. illegally for possible prosecution and deportation, deportation rather by the U.S. government. When Tennesseans ask themselves why our state and local officials are not doing more to aggressively tackle issues with legal immigration in our state and then take those questions to those officials, they are often met with a shoulder shrug and a complaint about the federal government and what's happened on the southern border. That's what cowards do. They understand that the majority of primary voters in Tennessee are low information. They don't keep up with state issues. I'm the only media outlet in the entire state that reports the truth about what happens in Nashville. Everybody else is on the left. They're corporately funded, just like the lobbyists that go up there and and then corporately fund our leadership in the state. I'd welcome Cameron Sexton. Jason Zachary, anybody wants to come down here, Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally, I'll do an interview with them. Point out where I am wrong. Point out where I am telling things that are untrue. I'd like to know. They never challenge me on the truthfulness of our reporting. They just don't like that it's being reported. And while those responses have some legitimacy, it leaves citizens to wonder why our state isn't pushing back on these policies with lawsuits, arguing that uh, severe and in some instances life-altering damages that befall Tennesseans because of conveniently complacent attitude of our state and local officials on this issue. The legal complications and even somewhat veiled threats from the federal government should states become more aggressive in their efforts to abate illegal immigration seems to be the primary driver for complacency. I don't think that's the primary driver. I think the primary driver is the fact that all their money comes from left-leaning corporations, and every time they try to think about doing something like that, the Chamber of Commerce and the, NF- the NFIB and everybody else uh, and the, the Tennessee Business Roundtable and everybody who is, is the, the puppet masters 
you know, uh, uh, they're the, the daddy warbucks of the Republican Party, which are, are left-leaning companies like Ford Motor Company, all the vaccine lobbies up there, the corporate welfare, uh, Tennessee Titans folks like, like uh, Bo Watson's wife that lobbies for um, corporate welfare to come out of your pocket, even though it's wildly unpopular to be given to people that kneel for the national anthem. Why can't they pull their own weight? I would like to see uh, somebody go up there and lobby for all the Tennessee small businesses that don't get jack nor squat in handouts from the Republicans. It's only the big, huge, left-leaning corporations that get special treatment from the GOP in our state. Just like during the pandemic. Like the big boxes stay open, shut down mom and pop, put them out of business. It seems reasonable that as the number of people who experience harm from those who illegally entered our country increases, that the states would address these issues with legal means of accountability. Hmm. It does. But if Republicans don't run for office, don't hold these folks accountable, who are frankly just old Southern Democrats, just a little bit to the right of the Democrats that are up there now, and probably a lot more, but their district's drawn a different way, we've got to get on these folks. Next story. City of Knoxville's membership in globalist organization may violate state laws combating policies influenced by Agenda 21. We've got this going on right here in Chattanooga. We've got it going on right here in Chattanooga. And they soft pedal the text of everything that they push, which is really ultimately to control the lives of individuals, to surveil them, to limit their private property rights. It's all in writing. Oh, but it's never going to happen. Yeah. They say that about every extreme idea they push. It's never going to happen. We just voted for it, but it's never going to happen. And then it happens. And then they push it a little further. That's how this goes. Last session of the General Assembly passed a bill that was signed by Governor Lee, which uh, focused on state sovereignty rights. I can't believe they even said the word state sovereignty. That's a, that's a bad word up in Court of Hull. In the face of aggressive globalist initiatives that seek to infringe on personal property rights in Tennessee, specifically initiatives such as Agenda 21, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development, as well as the United Nations proposed uh, reach to net zero emissions by 2050. The bill was written and sponsored by Representative Dennis Powers, a great guy, Frank Nicely, another conservative. The city of Knoxville appears to be violating this new law with its cooperation and membership in an organized uh, organization rather called ICLEI, Local Governments for Sustainability, which was formed in 2006 in Germany. I don't trust a lot of stuff that has come out of Germany historically. In an accredited organization with the UN and Sports Agenda 21, according to this website, the organization makes sustainability an integral part of urban development and creates systematic changes in urban areas through practical integrated solutions, limiting your private property rights, telling you what to do. We help cities, towns, and regions anticipate and respond to complex challenges from rapid urbanization and climate change. Climate change. It's the weather. It's the damned weather. It is amazing how people... I guess, you know, P.T. Barnum's right. There's a fool born every minute. Or do you say a sucker? There's a sucker born every minute, something like that. And they are leveraging that to the hilt. Ecosystem degradation and inequity. Taking from the productive. Giving to the malcontents. The result of this endeavor began to manifest around 2019 in something called RECODE, 
This process's uh, primary goal is, uh, quote, sustainable development, a concept that is notorious for discounting the rights of those who own property and instead valuing the greater good. The greater good. Just like an animal farm. The city of Knoxville has been implementing policy recommendations that infringe on and restrict personal property rights of residents without due process. An investigation from the Attorney General Scrimetti's office may be in order to determine if any law has been broken. I wish they would. Our Republicans passed these laws in Tennessee that are really just there to grab headlines and, and to put on campaign pamphlets. But typically, the, the legislation does not solve the problem as written. It's usually some kind of little uh, pissant half measure. And then further, what they do uh, is that when people violate it, break that law, whether it's something like uh, divisive concepts in education or um, uh, pornography in our school libraries or any other matter of things. They just don't do anything to enforce it. So they want to get the credit for the watered-down law and publicize the heck out of it, but then when it comes time to enforce the law, they don't do it because they don't want to do it anyway because all they really want is to make sure their corporate friends make lots of money. And if that's happening, everything else is not even secondary. It's tertiary, guys. I'm looking around the Tennessee media landscape. I don't know if you are. If you're a conservative news junkie like I am, where can you get news stories where people are telling you the truth and not giving you a pack of lies? The last time I checked, we're the only one. And if you want us to remain in business, I need you to go to tennesseeconservativenews.com support and give. Like Tracy. Tracy sends me checks that have some zeros on it. And I've got lots of supporters that do that. They mail it to P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377, so that we can continue to do this because, I mean, this is like, Tennessee is like the Sahara Desert of conservative media. And we're the lone outpost, the only news publication who cannot be bought. We cannot be bought. If you run a few campaign ads with us, or if you gave us some money way back when, or if you come see us and pat our uh, uh, backs and kiss our butts, I don't care. I'm not going to pretend like you've got a good voting record. If you've got a good voting record, I'll tell everybody in the world about it. But if you've got a bad voting record, then it is my job to inform the conservative grassroots in the state of Tennessee and those that are engaged in uh, politics that care about what's going on at the state level the truth. So please do go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support. Allay your guilty conscience. If you've not given yet, or if you don't give monthly, we need monthly contributions desperately. Please help us. You will get, if you give any amount, these bumper stickers, which they really love up there in Cordell Hall. Don't, uh, California, my Tennessee, and stop feeding the rhinos, because God knows they are fat and happy enough already. We will send you a directory, as you can find this online, you know, this is is public information, uh, while they still allow it. Uh, you can go there. We send you a directory of all your state reps and all your state senators, so you can email them and say, hey, do you think it's a good idea that we're spending half a billion dollars on educating kids that are not uh, from our country when we are not doing a very good job of teaching our own kids how to read, write, and do arithmetic? You think that's a good idea? You think we could do something to prevent that, stop that, make that a little less? Email them, ask them. If you give $50 or more, or if you give a recurring donation, of $10 or more, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler, which you will love, it, just in time for the holidays. You, you can give a bunch of money, give these away as, as gifts, 
Uh, and we'll also send you this proud Tennessee conservative koozie. Okay, guys, I wish we had more to give you, uh, but we we run on uh, hopes and and dreams and small donations here at the Tennessee Conservative News. And as most of you know, I've never taken a penny out of this organization, but I have invested thousands and thousands of hours and hundreds of thousands of dollars to make sure that there is at least one free speech platform. And if I can put in the time and money, I expect you to come alongside me because if you don't, do not complain when Tennessee turns purple and then turns blue like Georgia. It will be because conservative Christians sat on the sideline with their wallets and with their time. Next story. Here we go. Tennessee school leaders advocate for additional funding, not replacing federal. Three Tennessee K-12 through school superintendents spoke to the committee looking at rejecting federal funds to the state school week with Hawkins uh, County Director of uh, Schools Matt Hickson instead suggesting the state continue to accept federal funds and use extra funds to help pay for infrastructure needs in the schools. Senator John Lundberg stated this afternoon uh, discussing saying, quote, there's no word uh, about cutting any dollar of funding in the plan, but instead spending the exact same amount on education with state funding uh, more to replace the potentially rejected federal funding. I think this is a great idea. I think this is a bold move. But here's my thought about all this. I just recently replaced a transmission in in a car. The thing is worth like $16,000. The transmission costs 8. But in order to sell it, I got to get the transmission fixed, right? But it would not make sense for me to spend 23, 24, $25,000 on a car that's only worth 16. It would make no sense. Yet here we are with education and we're like, "Well, why would we want to take the federal money?" Well, because it corrupts education. It comes with all these strings. Uh, it is uh, antithetical to our beliefs as conservatives in Tennessee, as a, as a largely red state. So that's why we're not going to take it. But my question is, even if it's all state funded and we take away all the federal dollars, is that going to make our education system magically start performing because the money comes from a different bucket? I'm all for it. I think it should be done. I'm pulling for it. But I think the systemic problems in Tennessee's government education are not going to go away. I don't care how much money you pump into it. I don't care how many uh, graphic designers you pay to dress raccoons up with books uh, from the Tennessee Department of Education. I don't care how many uh, how many government employees you put on buses to uh, take photo ops with liberal journalists all over Tennessee and run around as if that's educating kids. I think the academic performance and the customer service is always going to be in the crapper. Forever and always, because government sucks at doing complex things that require high degrees of customer service and customization. That is the history of government. And if you think you're going to change that in any meaningful way, I've got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. Metro Nashville School's Chief of Staff, Hank Clay, probably got one of the worst academic records in the state, Said the federal funds uh, go to help homeless students, students with disabilities, and students who have additional potential costly education needs. Hickson added that he would be concerned if the funds were not earmarked to be spent on those specific students. The morning session of the meeting was represented by Sycamore Institute, which said that the state received $1.1 billion in uh, federal funding. Well, you know what we could do? Closed-circuit transmission to Cameron Sexton. It's hilarious to see these <laughs> billboards he's put up in his district, explaining to people that he actually lives there. 
which I posted on Twitter, uh, you know, tell me you don't live in your district without telling me you don't live in your district. Um, Mr. Saxton, Randy McNally, Governor Lee, um, Scott Sapicki, you, you sit on that committee. If we're spending half a billion dollars on funding the education of, of kids that are here illegally and who are from other countries, could we not just take that money out by just deferring and stopping and making illegal the taxpayer-funded uh, education of illegal immigrants? That's half the way there. We'd be half the way there. Who's going to put that proposal in front of the General Assembly? Anybody that had any sense, but those, those people are far and few between up there. Committee uh, member, Representative William Slater, added that Tennessee residents shouldn't be concerned about potentially rejected funds because federal uh, civil rights laws could still be followed. Slater said, quote, the Constitution provides a floor, not a ceiling on civil rights. Sycamore uh, Institute Deputy Director Mandy Spears uh, and uh, said Tennessee has had enough uh, in its current budget to pay for what the federal government is contributing to education funding, but would have to uh, cut costs by eliminating some non-recurring projects that had been funded. Fine. Do it. Do it yesterday. I just told you how to do it. I doubt anybody will take me up on that offer. Next story. 500-plus Christian books donated to Wilson uh, County School Libraries following recent uh, book challenge controversy. Amidst all the discourse surrounding explicit materials available in Wilson County Libraries, Pastor David Ashley and his wife, Holly Ashley, are helping make a positive impact by donating over 500 Christian books. The approximately $7,300 book donation is being made through uh, Ashley's Christian-based Cross Strength Ministries via the Faith Into Action uh, Wilson County School Board's book drive. Uh, Quote, we decided to put our faith into action, uh, the Mount Juliet couple wrote. Each public high school in Wilson County now has received the same 102 Gospel Center books. The school will each decide for themselves which of these books will be placed in the library shelves. I'm sure there will be something completely offensive in that that, that, that will probably be challenged. Something about, you know, y'all should, thou shalt not lie, cheat, or steal, etc. Uh, that, that there is only man and woman. Uh, that there are not 50,000 different types of uh, imaginary uh, sex combinations. Back to the story. According to Wilson County Public Schools Information Officer Bart Barker, these donated books have not been shelved yet because, quote, the quantity of a donation such as this takes some time while making sure policy guidelines are met. Very good, Bart. Very good. All right, guys. Oh, it's a missed throw. I've enjoyed being here with you. I did miss you last week. However, uh, Adelia did a fantastic job filling in uh do me a favor aside from donating one of the the best and biggest things you can do for me we're about to get into what i'm doing this weekend i'm not even going to tell you what i did last weekend because i missed it um one of the biggest favors you can do is to share this podcast with other people it is powerful uh our videos are powerful the truth has legs i need people like you to spread it for me because the social media algorithms won't do it um, the Republican establishment doesn't want the truth to be told. Uh, we are overwhelmed, uh, 160 to 1 at this point. It used to be 80 to 1 when the Tennessee Star did a little bit more uh, truly conservative reporting and, and could not be purchased. Uh, now they, you know, they regurgitate press releases, and if, if you, you know, spend enough money on a media ad, they will, uh, they'll, they'll change the coverage on you. You know, you've seen that with Jack Johnson. Um, if you... 
can give me a review, if you can share this with somebody, if you know somebody who's like a CNN Newsmax addict, just always ask them. Send them an email. Uh, if you're in a Facebook group, if you're wherever you are, and say, listen, did you, did you find out about this news source called the Tennessee Conservative News? If you would help share that, that would help us defray the cost. Uh, and then, of course, donating is always huge. Oh, guys, I forgot to mention, I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the show, I think this Monday, I don't have it in front of me, I think this Monday I'm going to be at the McMinn County uh, Republican Women's uh, Dinner. So if you'd like to stroll on over to Athens, I think we're going to be at the Golden Corral. I hope I haven't messed up the name of the restaurant. I don't have my notes in front of me. But if you will look on Tennessee Conservative News, uh, you will see where we have uh, written some stories about where I will be. And if you have questions you, about where it is, you can email Jason News at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. That's News at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. He'll shoot you that information. I'm, I'm doing a makeup um, of that uh, annual fundraiser talk that I was supposed to do because I was down with the COVID. I assume it was COVID. I don't know. It could have been the flu. It could have been any number of things. Uh, but we were all down. And uh, I tried to rally and get there, but it was just no go. It was no go. I was it, Not only would I have been contagious, I don't think I could have done a good job. So I'm excited to go see those beautiful, wonderful ladies who are so supportive and so conservative. You know, we've got conservative organizations that are Republican organizations. Not all Republican organizations are conservative in our state. The Hamilton County Republican Party, where I'm here, is, is kind of full of like rhinos primarily. Not exclusively, but we got a lot of them in leadership. Folks that will argue that Democrats should be voting in Republican primaries all day long. I mean, these are people in the leadership. But we have folks, um, like in our more rural counties, like McMinn County, uh, Warren County, um, uh, Wilson County. We've got some, some county GOPs that are like, uh-uh. We know what's going on. We're paying attention to this crap. We don't want us any more rhinos up there. We are fed up with it. We are tired, sick and tired. And I think, you know, COVID really just showed... Uh, the stripes of our Republican leadership, and that is they don't give a rip about your constitutional rights, and they will they will get rid of them at the drop of a hat, and nor uh, once somebody starts uh, trampling on your constitutional rights, will your legislature ride to your rescue. You are by yourself. You must claw and scrape and scream so that they reluctantly do something, right, which is what we have to do every session. But the most important part um, about that is to get involved in campaigns and to support people that actually run for office that are like you and me, who have read the Constitution, who are actually conservatives. It's very important. So last weekend, I had probably about 25 guys uh, at my house, not all at the same time. Some uh, The majority came on Friday night, and I completely forgot to take a picture, even though I was told to do so. Uh, I get so caught up in the moment, I'm not very good at that. Uh, and we hung out. Uh, went downtown, uh, played music, uh, had a big, huge bonfire in the backyard, um, and just enjoyed one another's company. Uh, and the folks that, that came were from their mid-70s down to their uh, early 30s and everything in between. And it was just a great group uh, of guys, men that have been uh, very influential. My darling, beautiful, gorgeous wife uh, was kind enough to get the house all put together. Uh, so that we could enjoy it uh, and, and be here at Casa de Lewis and also uh, took the, the children to go to visit her sister up in Knoxville so that it would be like the, the world's largest man cave uh, over the weekend. I think there's still you know enough testosterone in, in the house to uh, maybe even give some of our Republican leadership uh, courage up in Nashville. 
And so it was a good time. It was a good time. It was a long time, uh, and and really enjoyed it. Uh, and then we had a, a great dinner um, with some of our pastoral staff um, on I think Sunday night. So it was a long weekend. I was dragging in on Monday and Tuesday, but I rallied uh, rallied uh, on Thursday, and I'm feeling uh, fit as a fiddle now. Uh, I think it was just lack of sleep, um, but he had a good time. And this weekend. Uh, I've got to go replace some technology, which I'm always um, reluctant to do. Get a haircut because uh, my schedule's been so hectic, I haven't been able to get down there. There are fewer hairs to cut every year, so it should take less time. And um, we're going to go to a church. I've got uh, one of my, I would call her my god niece, uh, is having a birthday party. So Uncle Brandon will get to go over there and uh, re- regale her. Uh, with acknowledgments that she is precious, and we're glad that she has turned one year older. And we got a few other things that we may do. We got a great civics and culture uh, event going on at Calvary Chapel in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, called the Miracle of Thanksgiving, and that is going to be Sunday evening. So if you live in and around the Chattanooga area and you don't have anything to do this Sunday evening, if you hear this in time, I would strongly suggest you go check out that civics and culture program. And that's what I'm doing this weekend. I'm going to try to get a workout in uh, tonight. Uh, I've got a I've got a podcast I've got to do uh, with a with a, a gentleman today at four o'clock. So I think I got to get going on that. And I got a couple other meetings, and it's getting late in the day. So guys, I love you. I uh, appreciate your support, uh, your email, your kind words, sharing our information on social media, your donations, your prayers. All of that is very very helpful. And for standing up uh, when we send out information uh, about what's not happening and what is in our state. Uh, to your state representatives say, hey, we're watching, we're paying attention. Why aren't you doing what you uh, harumph, harumph about on the campaign trail? Why are you glossing over uh, all these problems that we have, and why are you failing to take the initiative to do something about it? If it were not for you, uh, Mark White and and Todd Gardenhire would not be trying uh, to give a handful of kids that are stuck in academic hellscapes an opportunity to do something better with their life. It is your constant... Uh, communication with those folks that make them realize that their constituents have a different view of what is acceptable than what they do. And politicians typically, if you're involved, engaged, and active, will change their behavior if you let them know. But if you sit on the sidelines, they, they will just listen to the government lobbyist and the corporate lobbyist, and they have no interest in improving anything but only enriching themselves. So we've got to be at least as engaged, and I would I would say more, uh, than those that are on the other side. So, we need your help. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Do mail your checks to P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. Until next time, this is your friend, your conservative warrior, Brandon Lewis. I love you guys. I miss you from last week. I'm glad to be back in the saddle. I'll see you next week with the TenCon Big 7 Weekend Update. Take care. <laughs>